it's just that, that again, manipulation that's over us. We have to ask ourselves, why do we think that this is what people want? They want me all inches and all pounds, all faces, all shades, all messy hairstyles. They want me. So stop thinking that people are looking for perfect. They're looking for you because that perfect could be just as off-putting as you are of it. Welcome to Too Legitimate to Quit, instantly actionable small business strategies with a pop culture spin. I am your host, Annie P. Ruggles, and my guest today is the marvelous Dana Magnus. Dana Magnus is the CEO and visual branding and marketing strategist of the marketing brand. She's also a speaker, community cultivator, intentional leader, and photographer. Efficiency and planning are her jam. She loves asking challenging questions for her VIP clients and those enrolled in the Impact Driven Marketing Group to create breakthroughs about the way they show up. Along with a marketing plan that empowers them to create conversation, Dana also specializes in building connections that convert to clients the human way and deeply believes that all businesses can be used as a force for good. Dana Magnus, my dear, dear friend and brilliant brain, I am so excited because I I feel like I invited you to the show a million years ago and you don't remember, <laughs> which means maybe I flaked and didn't. So the time has finally come Finally, for me to ask you this question. And that question is, what do small business owners need to focus on this week? Well, hey, everyone. Okay. Small business owners, please keep in mind that the focus of your of your week really needs to be around, you know, showing up and showing up in full as your next level. So this isn't faking it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say this isn't faking it till you making it. It's just kind of putting your vision into action. And I think you that's like such a fun way. Like if you want to eat the fancy, fancy dancy breakfast, because you think that's what you're going to think your CEO vision is for 10 years from now, just do it today. Um, Mm -hmm. if you're going to tell your clients that, you know, you're going to ask for 10% more money, do it today, show up, do it, do it now. Now's the time. I, I love all of that because I, I think fake it till you make it works really well for emotions, Yeah, but not much else Mm -hmm. other than that. So like fake it till you make it is valuable in like when, And I've talked about this before, like on the show, like I have OCD, I have a history of anxiety and depression. And so for me, there are days when I'm like, I have to do a video today and I feel like absolute shit. Right. So in that instance, I'm like, I'm going to put my smile on and I'm going to make myself keep smiling and then I'm going to do the video and I'm going to allow myself to enjoy the process, even though I'm cranky. And in that aspect, I will fake being happy and exuberant until I make it because that is my natural state, as you well know. Right. But yeah. I got to got to fake it back there. But fake until you make it in business aspects makes me insane. Yeah. 
Right. And so I love this idea of showing up as your next level because that is in keeping with where you're going. And there's Mm -hmm. nothing fake about that. And I just had this call, a, a group call in my program and I was teaching and I always love when I send my clients out into the wild and then they encounter people that force really bad advice upon them. Mm. And she's just starting her business and she met this very well-meaning dude. I don't want to bash this dude, but like very well-meaning dude. They always are, aren't they? Right. (laughs) And he was like, she's starting a really cool like location pairing for creatives thing in New York. Very, very cool. Oh. And it's brand stinking new. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I mean, this this business is maybe two months old. OK, maybe she's been working her can off. But this guy's like, where's your social? Where's your this? Where's your contract? Where's your insurance? Where's this? Where's that? And then he went to her website and it's like, your website doesn't have enough pictures. She's like, well, I don't have spaces yet. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, well, fake it. And she's like, no, I'm not going to put a bunch of places that I don't have on here, because then if somebody goes to rent it, I have to say, oh, I'm sorry. That was just a stock photo holding space i would rather just say space is coming soon right and i was like dude and i told her the exact same thing i was like no i want you to lean into your instinct of being able to offer what you show yeah and i would rather have you say beautiful spaces like this coming soon put one picture up Uh and then remind people that you need spaces yeah and then make sure it's super clear that this gorgeous bungalow looking thing is not something that you have access to. Like, but this guy, super well-meaning, was like, well, no one's going to take you seriously with this website. And I'm like, yes, they will if you show them where you're going. So the homework I gave her was basically write the equivalent of a 30, 60, 90 that shows this is when I'm going to start focusing on sites. This is when I'm starting to focus on insurance. This is when I'm starting to focus on social. And so that you can show exactly what you're showing, that Mm -hmm. CEO vision, to use your fabulous phrase. It's it's kind of the, it's the issue of the manipulation. And that's the reason I got into marketing because I'm an Enneagram 8 and we are the challengers. And we kind of have a little knack of being the natural manipulators of the world. So that is also, you know, my biggest fear is being manipulated. Um, it's kind of like you, you do what the what the opposite is. And the whole point of that is, you know, I see so many people um, revolve their marketing around things that make them feel icky, sticky, yucky. And like, oh, I'm just not proud of this. I'm trying. I'm just trying to keep up with everyone. I'm trying to do this and do that. And at the end of the day, you're just manipulating your clients to think you're someone you're not or that they're in the wrong spot. And I and just, they're going to find out. They're, oh, they always do. And they're going to catch you in that that really complicated sales conversation when they're drilling you with questions or you're drilling them with questions and can't keep up. And it's just such a, ugh, please don't grow your business that way. So when you show up as your next level, you already believe it to be true. You believe it to be yours. And all you have to do is just follow what's in your brain and your heart and act on it. And that's, that's what it is. It's, it has nothing to do with manipulation or, um, you know, trying to tell a story that isn't fully you. And um, I think that's also, I'm, I'm kind of a believer of not using always that word authenticity because yeah. that may not be your, that may not be your next level either. You don't have to uh, squeeze out your oozy goozy, like, you know, terrible things that happened in your life and make sure that that cut, that brings money to your plate in the next month. It's just, just show where you're going. I mean, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Because people get excited about where you're going to. Oh yeah. Right. Like, so the whole reason why Kickstarter worked so well 
is because people mm. saw that goal sitting up there and they saw all the things and they saw all the stretch goals and they saw, okay, cool. If we yeah. make $10,000, we can have a cooler box. Oh, I want a cooler box. Yeah. Let's go tell some <laughs> friends to invest in this, right? It's everybody pulling together because yeah. they understand the vision. And, and we talk yeah. a lot about authenticity on this show for, for myriad reasons. But mm -hmm. I think, you know, one of the things I always make sure that people understand is my detail is my own, right? So I love your word, oozy goozy. <laughs> like I... I don't want to open a vein on my sales page. That's not my style. Right. But I Same. also on that sales page will tell you point Blake about times when my business was struggling or how I've watched my clients struggle. But I'm not going to go in 2013. I had 12 cents in my bank account and my father was very upset. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that. It's mm -hmm. not as relevant as it is to say, I know what it's like to feel like you have to old yeller your business because you cannot sustain it anymore. <laughs> I know what that's like. That is yeah. all of the truth of the emotion of the thing without the detail. The detail is mine, right? But in this idea of authenticity and transparency and vulnerability and all of these buzzwords that we're living in right now, then somebody comes up on you and it's like, fake it till you make it. And you're like, wait, I thought I was supposed to be authentic. Yeah, exactly. And I'm particularly talking about to like, you know, showing up in all areas of your business, like do what you can with the resources you have. But also I love this, just paint the, paint the trail. Like I'm as a mission driven marketer, like I'm, I'm a firm believer in marketing, not to sell stuff, but to, to build community. And yes. what if people, they don't care. Like, you know, if you go on any big excursion, you know, you, you, you talk about the hype of seeing that, like, say waterfall that you're all, you're all going to go hike through and go discover together. And that vision is so exciting. Yeah. We're right here in the trailhead with the parking lot and the porta potties and like we're yeah. gathering and lathering on the sunscreen and the bug spray and all that good stuff. And we're just excited about, we're looking around that oh, these people are going to come with me. It's going to be a great time. I mean, it's, but we're all jazzed up about where we're going and what we're about to experience together. And I don't have to be the one who already seen the waterfall to know that, hey, we're about to just work together to go find it together. So I feel that way. I'm like letting my freak flag just fly here. <laughs> but that's exactly how I feel about the parking lot at the Bristol Renaissance Fair. <laughs> It's like because oh everybody drives in and there's a line yeah. and you pay and then you park and then you get the everybody gets all there. Over. Yeah. And then everybody opens the door and like giant wizards uh -huh. and all of these beautiful adorned children yeah. like climb out of the car and like all of these people with these giant staffs and like and beautiful costumes costume. and makeup and wings and da da da. And then we're all like, hey car over do y'all have any bug spray we can borrow oh sure neighbor <laughs> right but we all have this idea of like we're about to go on an adventure together uh-huh and we're in the pre-space and so we're not going to talk about the fact that we're like hey uh your car i think you dropped something are these your keys sir knight um <laughs> uh, right be careful but, of but my it's horn that, it's that right it's oh, that anticipation <laughs> it's that feeling and anticipation of like we are all going somewhere together to realize our vision for our day right yeah. and and i so i think one thing that you touched on that i want to go back to before we dive into something else because i think it's so freaking important 
um, is you said like, if you think that you, I don't know the exact example you gave, but you're like, I think you said something along the lines of, well, if your future CEO vision eats the fancy cereal, eat it today. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I mean, I just signed up for a granola of the month club. I asked my best friend if she thought it exists and she said, yeah, it's hipster enough. And I was like, that hurts, (laughs) but it's also entirely true. Uh, so yeah. So my CEO vision eats fancy Canadian granola, but I think part of it is so, so entirely true in that I try to squawk at people all the time that if you are a one person business or a very tiny empire, you are the number one resource you have. You are platinum. You are uranium. You are every single thing that (laughs) you could need. Right. But we don't in times of stress in our businesses or times and stress of our lives. I think we lose sight of that part of the CEO vision. And it's not just about cereal, but it's about how you treat yourself. Like I know for me, I had to promise myself that I would not show up on video without brushing my hair. That Mm. seems really freaking basic, but I'm on video all day, every day. Yeah. Right. And so sometimes when I'm exhausted or sick or I'm barely working that day because I got a million things to do or I'm taking sort of a personal day because I can never take a whole personal day. Right. Whatever. I had to promise myself, hey. I take myself seriously. I brush my hair before I get on video because you never know where that clip's going to go. And also, I want to show the person I'm talking to respect. And if my hair is a design mess and they don't know me, they're not going to know that Helena Bonham Carter hair is my natural state. So they're going to be like, who is this crazy person and why didn't she brush her hair? But that's just hair brushing. But for me, I was like, this is my promise to myself to treat myself well and take myself seriously simultaneously how how has that uh level of expectation or level of treatment sort of found you how have you Mm. walked that line of taking yourself seriously and living beautifully in your ceo vision you know and that's a that's a really good question because you know i i think that we all at some point in our careers, maybe working at the nine to five or the job, and we think like, yep. oh well, that one day I get to own my own business, I get to do da 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 da, I get to have this, I get to have that. And guess what? The thing, the reason we don't have that today, a year, two years, five years, ten years, eighteen years into our business, is because we are not showing up for that vision. We're not giving ourselves permission to be that person that we once believed we could be or the things that we could have. And so um, each month in, uh, I have a, a little workshop, not little, it's a two hour workshop. It's beautiful, robust. Hey, we, that got, ain't little. we got, we got workbooks, we got community. It's, it's fantastic. It, it's a little chunk of your time, but it's about capturing that where are you and where where are you going because we can go months and months and months without taking a inventory or looking in the mirror I guess you would say of our CEO selves and if you're not facing that and saying is this what I is this nirvana right now was this what I thought it was gonna be step up why not you know like why if I was waiting to have that you know awesome community and build that space. What am I holding myself back to? And it goes a little deeper and we go, we support you tons in that program. But like at the same time, it's, you know, for me, it's really showed up with time management. Like Mm. I, I really wanted to have a flexible schedule and I work 
I think twice as much as I worked at the the nine to five. I mean, I saw so many more sunsets. I went on so many more runs. Um, like I, I used to be a runner and I haven't even, I mean, I'm literally on this show. Thank God this is a, a show for radio. Cause I'm icing my knee right now. Cause I try to do a few like squats and I just totally busted my knee somehow. Um, Aww. and it's like, it's like all these things. I'm like, this isn't, this isn't my next level. This isn't me. And you know, I'm just, it, just sharing with you all. It takes one to know one. Let's, let's do this. Let's, let's start doing the things. Let's schedule in those running times. Let's schedule in absolutely no excuses. I'm going to watch the sunrise and sunset each and every day. That is what makes you feel good. Do those things because guess what? This business will burn you to the ground if you are not putting yourself first. And, um, and I feel like we reach, so true. we feel like when we reach that level of success, all of our desired behaviors will just come back to us as if by magic. Right. So, so the day that you make your first $5 million, you will suddenly wake up in the morning and everything will align and you will be taken out of your home and given a perfect running situation and handed new running shoes and said, Dana, go. It's like, well, yeah, if that happens, that's because you made that happen. Yeah. Cause otherwise the reality that's sad is that you'd make your $5 million and you're still going to go find those excuses to not do the things that bring you joy or the things that you envisioned because you're practicing every day not giving yourself those things. So and we all know somebody like that. We yeah. all know a super successful business owner who hates their freaking life. Yep. Miserable as hell. Mm-hmm. Miserable mm-hmm. as hell owned by the business. And when you ask them how they are, and I'm guilty of this to some degree, not hating my business or hating my life. But if people ask me how I am, one of the first things I'll talk about is the business. I'll be like, I'm good. My podcast is doing really well. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, that's my job. Like, I am good. We are fine. We are grateful to not have COVID. Like, let me talk about me as a person first. Before, But I think also like when you when you encounter someone who is so miserably mired in their business and kind of stuck in their success, I don't mean stuck at their level of success, but I mean like their success kind of eats them. Yeah. Right. And then you go and you talk to them and you're like, how are you? And the first month words out of their mouth are a complaint about yeah. their business. And uh-huh. you're like, but you're the most air quotes successful person I know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but then we also know people that are having their dream jobs, having their dream careers, working with their dream clients and going and seeing sunsets and going for runs every day yeah. because they've carved it out and they didn't wait until the someday of success to be like, listen, running is important to me. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's such a good point. I mean, and that's, it's definitely what people see you is what they believe. It's your, okay, uh, your personal brand, right? But like the way you go about doing it and the way you go about um, identifying, like your internal brand story is more important than your external brand story, you know, because... (laughs) put that on a tote bag to put it on the tote bag right I want to shop around and see those because it's it's something I struggle with you know you, you sometimes build businesses over um you know what what you need uh, right you, you have that innate gift sometimes to and you can't help yourself can't do your own brain surgery but you know I I'm somebody who I I can't decide what I want to offer and some I change my offerings all the time people are so confused and 
trust me, I'm totally We've all been there. I am super vulnerable right now because my schedule changes, my my just interest and in things changes. I get bored. I meet super incredible people that I'm like, I can find out how I can help them just because I want to be their their marketing strategist. So um, but that that hurts me sometimes. And and so even just sharing to show up is I'm showing up as somebody who's clear in that. Like I'm going to do the due diligence of every little day, like whether that's journaling or visualizations or something, when you're sharing the path to get to where you want to go, you automatically become that expert in that because people see you practicing every day, being on that journey, and that could be put into your marketing. And it's just, it's, it's, it becomes what they believe you are. You are the person who is getting clear all they hear in their brain is clarity, right? You're the person Mm -hmm. who is doing um, the due diligence to ask better questions. What they hear is you're a great um, question asker. So it's just you trying to be the person you want to be and you demonstrate that and you display that journey and you share your mission of where you're going, again, is just getting people to be convinced on your brand and your story and your dialogue and your journey and guess what? You're going to be that person because you're taking the actions that you believe you're going to be. And it's just so brilliant. So use use the journey in your marketing. It's fun. It is fun. And also like it, I love that, oh, that tote bag quote, your internal brand story is more important than your external brand story. I hear stuff all the time that's like, so I'm a runner, so what? And it's like, well, I'm not, mm-hmm. it's not like you have to have your whole brand just be about running. But if you're looking for something to do on your damn reels, you may as well go for a jog and just talk to people. Yeah. Like, that's interesting. Especially to other runners. They'd be like, this is my morning day in a running (laughs) chat. Right. But like I that slice of life is what people are wanting. And so I was talking to um, one of my friends who is telling me because I'm everyone is trying to get me to do damn reels, Dana, and it's going to happen someday because my resistance is wearing down. But I was like, what am I going to do on reels? No one's going to want to watch this. And they're like, Annie, just show us part of what you're already doing. Mm. And so we came up with this idea called Annie Snacks on Content where I literally go to people's websites that I think are good and eat popcorn. And I'm like, this is beautiful. Beautiful. Popcorn and beautiful. Mouth. Look at this great piece of dialogue. <laughs> beautiful. Look at this great detail. And I'm like, that's like really a Portlandia episode. Right. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, fine, screw beautiful. it. Like, whatevs. But so that's one way. It's like, you're it's funny. What you're doing and what you enjoy might be extremely stupid, but it might also be great content. We just don't know. The cool thing about. I was going to say the cool thing about being that stupid person that, like, what is she? What? Is guess what? You're the only one doing it. That makes yep. you the only one doing it, which means it's entertaining, it's disruptive, right. and people stop and watch the car accident or just salivate over the popcorn, right? Like they're going to yes. watch and they're going to learn and they're going to ingest it and they're going to love it. They're going to adjust it and they're either going to love it or be polarized by it. And if they're polarized by it, great. That's someone I don't have to sit on a discovery call with who's going to tell me that I'm not for them. Cool. They figured that out in advance. All right. Shifting gears very slightly before we go into our ridiculous pop culture section. (laughs) Um, I would be remiss if I did not ask you, when we're talking about showing up in our next level of our CEO vision, um, you are such an incredibly talented photographer. Oh. And uh, I know that a lot of people around me are using old photos mm-hmm. or 
they're wary of the expense of new photos or they don't they're not the weight they want to be. They want to do this. They want to do that. Um, and so photos are not they're like on the dream list, but not on the priority list. So, yeah. a, do you have any tips on getting people around their fear of photo? Yeah. And um, and also and or. How do we take photos that are in line Mm -hmm. with our next level CEO vision? Okay. I love this question because I actually had a beautiful workshop and offering around this a few years ago. So um, really it starts with the visualization. So if you're joined on my, um, my newsletter, I talk all about this, the next quarter, like the first Q1 is all about our visualization and giving you tips and ideas on that. Just how to prioritize yourself, um, how to really position yourself as a personal brand. Um, And the thing is, is that however you see yourself, you're going to wear that, you're going to wear that attitude, you know, when you start to over control, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to, I need to look a certain way. I need to have these certain clothes. I actually, um, last May, so May, 2021, I, um, I went to pretty much plan this beautiful photo shoot with a, with my actual marketing coach on the skyline of the New Jersey skyline overlooking New York city. She has a beautiful condo there. And, um, we had planned all these gorgeous, like very high level multi-million dollar scenes and settings and wardrobe and makeup and blah, 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 blah. And like a month before the shoot, cause we had planned it for a while cause I had to travel and all this good stuff. She's just like, Dana, I'm just going to bust out my rollerblades and I'm not really feeling makeup and da, 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 da. I'm like, mm-hmm. I was going to tell you that. Can we just like go on a bike ride and just like hang out and have a picnic and blah, blah, blah. Yes. And she, and I'm like, I want to see your fun socks. I want to like have you petting your cat. I want to do all the things that you love doing. And she's actually a joyful coach. And like, all we did was demonstrate. Cause I was like, you don't sell corporate, like she's a multi-million dollar business, but I'm like, you don't attract that. So like, I'm not going to take the real housewives shoot. Like you're not trying to impress everyone with how glitzy you are. So like the best photos of her are like cozying up in her fuzzy blanket with joyful socks and lighting her, um, incense in her office and like doing all these fun, joyful things. And that's a multi-million brand dollar brand. So like whatever you think you have to do, Cause that's still her next level. But if you think you need to be comparing yourself to Kardashians or like whoever, Ooh. like, I, I hate that too. Um, it, it's just that, that again, manipulation that's over us. We have to ask yourself, why do we think that this is what people want? They want me all inches and all pounds, all faces, all shades, all messy hairstyles. They want me. So stop thinking that people are looking for perfect. They're looking for you because that perfect could be just as off-putting as you are of it. So I mean, you're my actual like real life friend. If one of us showed up perfect to an event that we were both at, like what's wrong? I would go up to you in the bathroom (laughs) and I'd be like, Are you okay, sweetie? Something seems a little off. Like you could show up like gorgeous in like a Chanel suit, get out of a Bentley and walk in and be like, Hello, I am Dana Magnus. And I would be like, No, you're not. Have you gotten any sleep today? Did you get body snatched? Like, what is this? And certainly, and now that the Muppet in me is out, if I rein that thing back in, people are like, oh, are you having a depressive flare? I never 
should talk about my mental health on the podcast. Now, every time I try to be serious, people think I'm sick. Like, right. no, no. I, that's just not me. Yeah. Right. So if I went and found a blue skirt suit and wore that in a very lovely leather chair, yeah, I would look like a paralegal. Which I am not. Which you're not. Not yeah. that anything is wrong with being a paralegal. If you're a paralegal, get the best damn blue suit you have and sit in a great chair. Right. But that's not me. So mm-hmm. my next photos, I'm. I promise myself, I'm gonna wear like tutus and stupid t-shirts. Oh my gosh. Because that's me. I love that so much. And yeah, just the questions that you'll be asked about, like who you are, is it celebrates your. I usually tell people it's um the name of the the service is you know like. Like dream up your best day. Like it, it's, we're going to oh. go on a date with yourself that you want to. Oh. So like, let's, let's go. If you want, like, like my coach, you want to bust out your rollerblades. Come on, chick, let's roll. Like, let's go. Yes. And that's the kind of stuff. Yes. It's like, if you show yourself doing that, I mean, for me, it would be running and it would be, yeah. you know, um, hanging out with my daughter and you'll see me with her on my lap. It's got to have a little peanut. little peanut. And so it's like laptop in one hand, kid on the other. She knows more about marketing and Zoom than anyone except, you know, she probably analyzes me in it. But, you know, it's just, it's fun. It's it's all the things that people pick me for me, not for me pretending to be someone else. And if you're not sharing that in your photos, you're not you're not able to get all the feels from your clients that they need. You're, you're doing them. You're manipulating them. Stop manipulating people. My friend can't wait till your infant daughter starts talking in marketing metrics. Like (laughs) she wakes up in the morning and she's like, mom, cost per click. And you're like, what? (laughs) What? Well, I don't do ad. I don't do ads, but she could probably take that section over. Yeah, she does. Totally. Totally. She's a funnel genius. <laughs> she's going to wake up and she's going to be like, like that subject line. Uh-uh. Right? Uh-uh, mom. What is this? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> and then she's like, change me. And you're like, yes, tiny genius. I will. <laughs> all right. So we are talking about living like your perfect day and, and all of these perfect things and like taking great shots and all these things. Let's switch gears and talk about somebody who feels like the need to put his most mundane days on display for all of our amusement what the heck does any of this have to do with curb your enthusiasm (laughs) well one thing i cannot do i told you that in the pre-chat i'm like i don't think i've ever curbed my enthusiasm in my life (laughs) but i do love the show and i do love larry david and and the seinfeld legacy it became yes what why are we talking about this today i don't know well my uh my husband and i love older shows that are like oh my god what why is he wearing those shoes oh my gosh like it's just funny tool time right now curb uh, oh friends God. all the reruns that's what the winters are I for forgot about tool time oh yeah Tiny little jtt <laughs> jtt <laughs> it's so Aww. funny um and so yeah i mean i just think that like um the stories that that are going on like it's kind of like when everything feels like it's not working out for you and and you're so misunderstood I just Mm -hmm. I think this is again part of it like as I'm sharing I'm kind of going through a a new immersion a transformation of my brand story just because my life has changed significantly over the past year um, between moving out to the suburbs and having a baby and doing all these huge life changes um I uh I think it's funny because I, I do feel a little like Larry LD 
um, a little bit of the misunderstood um, when you try and you're trying to be like, hey, this is what I mean. And everyone's like, oh, no, 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 no. Stay away. Stay away. You get, and he's like, what, 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 what? You know, and it's just like, <laughs> it's the most frustrating show to watch at times. Cause you're just like, God, damn, like, come on. And he is so not convincing at all. This poor guy, but no. it's always his fault. I mean, come on, pick up the clue phone. He's always too outspoken. But I, but I feel, you know, I feel like all of us needs the dang clue phone, right? Yeah. Because that. I feel like the one thing that we can all relate to in Larry David is just that constant feeling of exasperation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of like when, when things are not working or we're not communicating as we should, or people are just not getting it. Yeah. Or like the example I gave at the beginning of my darling client and that dude who's like, no, do this. Like her, she held her own. And wow. I was really proud of how she showed up. I would have been completely exasperated. Right. I would have been like, ha! Yes. What is this? And I would have been like in the bathroom, like looking in the bathroom mirror and just like grumbling to myself (laughs) in a very Larry David way. And it's like, I I feel that where it's like, damn it. It's just that feeling of like, this could have gone so well, so easily. And instead we're here and don't know how to get out. Right. Right. So how do we, how do we find more harmony with our environment when we're doing amazing and ridiculous things. Because mm. he never finds harmony with his environment ever. I mean, his environment is also New York City, but, but. Oh, I think find... it was LA. He went to LA. It was. Oh, that's right. He did go to LA. LA and the majority of it. So I think for, for Larry, it's been. Oh, even worse. Yeah. No, thanks. I, I lived in San Diego for five years and just love that place just LA was something I never I never touched with uh you know wouldn't go there anyways um you know I think the biggest thing is when you try so hard to get other people like he would always try to make his wife happy Cheryl she was always never happy and he would try to do all the things for everyone else and then that little bitty little bitty times that he would try to do something for him Oh my God, end of the world. So he was confusing people on what his brand story was. He didn't know if he was pleasing himself or he was trying to just do stuff for favors for other people or to help other people. And I'm not saying don't be a rude, selfish person, but just be consistent. Because if he had been consistent with how he was showing up um, and the things that he was doing, people wouldn't they wouldn't think twice. They'd be like, oh, it's just a Larry thing to do. And so he just right. kept flipping the script and trying and doing this and saying, yeah, 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 I'll do this. Okay, I really don't want to, but I'll do this. And so when the more you keep doing that in your service offerings, the way you're selling, you're saying yes to offerings that you know don't serve you, you end up making what people disappointed. Results drop through the basement and you just, you can't keep up with pleasing people or getting that result you want because you are not showing up fully for your next level or the things you want to do, or putting those boundaries in place or telling people, you know what, that's just not something I offer. And I'm happy to give you a referral. Like you are, you're just making people go mad. And that's such a frustrating thing to watch. Um, trying to run your business, not authentically in your, in your zone of genius or in your next level. 
Well, yeah, because it's expectation management, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I love that you brought up his wife and the fact that she's unpleasable and never happy. We've all had a client get through our barriers that were like, how did this even happen? I have all of these things, right? But we all have these people that, like, sneak into our funnels and get through somehow. (laughs) And then once they get there, they land like a bomb and you're like, this person is unpleasable. Yeah. And so what do we do with an unpleasable client? We bend over backwards. Yeah. Trying to please the unpleasable client. What does that do? That's sets up weird expectations that I will always bend over backwards to try to make Mm -hmm. one unpleasable client happy instead of just going, well, I could also fire that client with love and grace and send them away and refund their money because this is not a good fit. Right. But instead we're like, no, let me sacrifice my happiness for this curmudgeon. Like, yeah, Yeah, it's not really abundant thinking because you're trying to squeeze someone into a spot, whereas you could fill that spot with someone who's going to love you. They're going to fulfill you. They're going to let you eat that granola cereal. They're going to write that testimonial. They're going to pass you on to the people and it should feel easier. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it should be easier than it does to squeeze people in because you think you have to please people. And um, that just is, again, how clear you are with your own brand story. And the more you share that, like you said, Andy, about the people who are drop off and be polarized, that's the goal. So you don't have to yeah. face those things yes. every single conversation. Yes. Let your marketing do that for you. <laughs> yes. And and at the end of the day, if you're not like if you're not being treated by your clients or yourself as your next level, then you won't unless you choose something different. Yeah. Right. So right. You know, and I always tell my clients, I always quote Lauren Hill to my clients and I say, baby girl, respect is just the minimum. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, listen, if your clients or your prospects or your colleagues or your affiliates or your providers or whoever it is, your employees, your VAs, I don't care who it is. If they're not treating you with respect, first look and see if you're respecting yourself. Right. And then second look to see if that respect is something that you're that lack of respect is something you're fostering. And if not, that person needs to be cut out because respect is the minimum. Mm, So, mm -hmm. all right. I got two more questions for you before I release you back to your magnificent day. We've already talked about your, your fabulous, beautiful peanut. Mm. Um, now Larry David gave us curb. He also gave us Seinfeld. Yes. Oh yeah. So if you are the curb, your precious baby daughter is the Seinfeld. So my question is, we've already talked about her natural marketing skills from the womb and the fact that she'll be like a funnel maverick by the time she's, you know, completely potty trained, which is just magnificent. But looking into the future of your CEO vision, yeah, your little baby has a spinoff of your business that delights you. What is she doing? Ooh. What's her Seinfeld? Oh my gosh. Well... I I don't I can't, I don't know if I can predict that far, but I do know some of her innate, innate traits are eating. This girl is a competitive eater, and she will just chow down. She's my little compost um, <laughs> on top of my compost, right? Um, but no, I think I think she it's somebody already at what she's going to be one when we're recording this in next week. Um, and yeah, I think that her, her little spinoff, her Seinfeld would be, um, she's, she's just such a a go-getter. She's so motivated and so like, uh, what's the word determined. She has determination. Like I've never seen, um, to, to, you know, reach the top of the table and grab that remote or she never stops. So maybe a lawyer, (laughs) food lawyer, 
Restaurant lawyer. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Lawyer who gets partially paid in fine dining. Oh, there we go. Yes. Or maybe well, maybe she'll go the Chicago roots and she'll like her fine dining will be like Portillo's. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Hell her yeah. Her future is her own. But I can't <laughs> wait for that show. That's going to be great. In the meantime, with you and not with your fabulous baby. Uh, Dana, what's the best way for people to experience some of the workshops you talked about or come into your world? Come on in. The CEO days are always, always open and free and exciting and supportive and filled with community. So CEO days is a workshop. Free? Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. F-R-E-E, if you, if you need to write that down. So um, we have <laughs> we have them every month, just one. So you have to be there on time because we dive right in the minute we start. I don't care if no one's in there. We're starting already. Um, so I believe I'm starting on time. And it's a great workshop on zoom to really hone in on, like I said, we have a theme of the month. So we, we hone in on that topic. We, we brainstorm the last 30 days and we build out the plan for the next 30 days. We're getting intentional. We're getting clear and we're getting focused. Best part is you get a little work time. So when I butter you up with all of your motivation and clarity, I said, go eat the frog, go get it done. So you leave Mm. having something checked off your, like you said, your, your dream list. So if it is to book that photo shoot, you already made that email introduction and you have it on your calendar, which is a huge step for people who are left to their own devices, trying to work on their business. So come on in. I mean, I think that that should be required homework for all of us. Everybody get your butt to this free magnificence. Dana, this has been magnificent. Thank you so much, my friend, for sitting down with me today. It's been a delight. Thank you. And thank you for using the word magnificent. That was like our wedding hashtag, what magnificent us, because it has Magnus in it. (laughs) Magnificent. Magnificent. All right. Well, I try to figure out how to make a portmanteau out of Magnus and Magnificent. Y'all take a break and I will be back in just a second with my final thoughts and your homework for this week. Magnificent. Magnificent. Well, hey there, listeners. Do you think of yourself as a CEO? I don't mean call yourself one on your LinkedIn profile or declare yourself one when submitting for a TED Talk. I mean, do you think of yourself in your own brain as a CEO? Personally, honestly, I big time struggle with this. I think little old me Annie Fanny, the kid with a musical theater degree who used to overdraw her bank account more often than she'd shampoo her hair. Annie Fanny, who used to cry every time she'd get rejected. Even now, Annie P. Ruggles, the person, the persona, the provider who works so hard and delivers so much and has a proven savvy small business owner, professional, pretty damn decent human is great and fancy and all, but really? A CEO? It feels like a leap. But heck yes, I'm a CEO, and so are you. Today, I want us all to live by the soothing reminder one of my dearest friends, Rachel Stalins-Roberts, told me. You are fancy, honey. You are fancy. You have eyes on you. You have accomplishments behind you. You have a vision that you strive toward. 
You've failed in public and gotten back up. You've put so much time and energy, and that might not have landed you on the cover of Forbes yet, but you still deserve to feel the glow of your success right this minute. Your homework this week is to do exactly what Dana suggested for a photo shoot, but as a solitary journey. Or for those of you with littles, they can come along as long as they understand that you are a big freaking deal and that you are celebrating that fact. Wear what your next level of success would wear. Strut how your next level of success would strut. Splurge on the extra side of Brussels sprouts. Pamper yourself. Spend all day in the energy of success. And then with moments left in that workday, I want you to take a leap. Do a reel sharing your experience. You already look great and well-rested. Pitch yourself for a podcast or a talk and don't turn down your brilliance. Fire that client that hurts your heart or your head or your brain or your any of it. Fire them. Get rid of them. The size of the gesture is up to you, but put yourself out there as your boldest, truest, most kick-ass self and pay close attention to how the world responds. Happy shining. Hey, just one more thing. In this episode, which was recorded a few months ago, earlier this winter, and in a lot of my marketing, I tend to poke fun at the Kardashians. But I want to take a moment to just let you know that what's happening with Kim and Kanye is not okay. It is, in fact, a form of domestic violence. And a lot of people without the public platform and a lot of people that don't have the well wishes of the entire world upon them also need support dealing with letting go, leaving, or healing. If that is you or someone you know, I encourage you to call the National Domestic Violence Hotline, or you can text them START, S-T-A-R-T, to the number 88788. Again, that's text START to 88788 for the Domestic Violence Hotline. I hope that you are safe well and happy. Hey, thanks for listening. Too Legitimate to Quit is brought to you by the Non-Sleazy Sales Academy and me, your host, Annie P. Ruggles. Listen, we talk a lot about marketing on this show, and that's because I fully, earnestly believe that every dime and every moment we spend marketing is totally worth it unless we turn around and sabotage ourselves at the finish by refusing to sell and sell beautifully. Why? A lot of us have a misconception of what selling actually requires of us or who it needs us to be. Please give me the opportunity to help change your mind at www.nonsleazy.com. That's N-O-N-S-L-E-A-Z-Y.com. Big shout out to the fabulous dudes who help make this show what it is. My producer and editor, Andrew Sims of Hypable Impact. My composer, Riley Herbastio. And my show artist, Francois Vigneault. They're all fabulous and I'd be glad to introduce you. Until next week, just do your best. And remember, you're too legitimate to quit.